tonight we celebrate the institution of a wonderful, beautiful, and precious sacrament. A sacrament that is essential to our world and to our Catholic faith. Given to us by Christ on the night before he died as a gift to his body, the church, to continue long after he has left this world. While these words apply to the Eucharist, brothers and sisters, in all its beauty and goodness, there is another sacrament that those words apply to tonight. There is another sacrament instituted by Jesus at the Last Supper. And it is the Holy Priesthood. These two sacraments, brothers and sisters, go together. This morning, there was a special Mass at the cathedral called the Chrism Mass, where all the priests of the Archdiocese gathered to renew our promises and to celebrate the beauty of that vocation on this day. The priesthood and the Eucharist go together, brothers and sisters. We cannot talk about the Eucharist without talking about the priesthood as well. And so while this is the Mass of the Lord's Supper, we cannot have that supper without the work of the priest. I think it's an opportunity for us tonight to reflect on the vocation to the priesthood. Not because I like talking about myself. It's not why I do it. If anything, I, I never want to preach myself. As I say, I, as in the words of St. Paul, I preach Christ and him crucified. But I, I think, dare I say, brothers and sisters, the vocation of holy orders is a vocation we don't talk about enough. And certainly there's a great need for it in our world. And the priest and the Eucharist go together. This Mass of the Lord's Supper has so many undertones of the priesthood too. So we know, brothers and sisters, that the Eucharist is so much more than just a meal. If our answer to the question of what is the Eucharist, if our answer is simply a meal, then it falls woefully short of what the Eucharist is. The Eucharist, first and foremost, brothers and sisters, is a sacrifice. A sacrifice, a bond of a covenant between God and us. As Christ told us in the Last Supper, he gave us a new covenant with his people. And the Mass is that sacrifice that, if you will, seals and consummates that bond. It stands in stark contrast to the covenants of the Old Testament, all of which were temporary. And every sacrifice needs, every covenant needs a sacrifice, as I said, to sort of seal and consummate that bond, to bring about that bond. But every sacrifice needs someone to offer it. And that is the priest. The sacrifices of the Old Testament of lambs and goats had priests overseeing them in the temple. Think of Passover, where hundreds of thousands of lambs would be slaughtered in the evening twilight in the temple area. But tonight, brothers and sisters, Jesus institutes a new covenant, sealed not with the blood of a lamb or a goat, but his own blood. And therefore, Jesus gives us a new sacrifice, the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Further from that, he also gives us a new priesthood. It is his priesthood, the holy priesthood. By instituting the Eucharist, Jesus also institutes the priesthood too. 
The priesthood of the Old Testament, brothers and sisters, was hereditary. There were priests in the Old Testament, but it was hereditary. The entire tribe of Levi was the priestly tribe, and if you were a member of the tribe of Levi, you were a priest. But Jesus' priesthood is different. It is passed down not by blood or by birth, but from the call by God himself. And the ministry of the priesthood remains as beautiful, necessary, and sacred as that night of the Last Supper 2,000 years ago. The hallmark of Jesus' priesthood is a life of sacrifice, offering oneself, offering one's life to God, and being inwardly conformed to him, inwardly patterned after him, inwardly molded after him and his most sacred heart. When priests are ordained, it is as if the character of Christ is branded onto our souls as our very identity. To be another Christ in the world. A bridge between humanity and God rather than an obstacle. To pour out our lives daily for each of you. To spend ourselves and to be spent because we love you as a father loves his children. It is a life of radical love of God and a love for all of you. It's the same love that Jesus had for his disciples and the same love that he gives to us. So it's on the onus of the priest that when you see him, you should see the tiniest glimpse of God's love. And that's, again, that onus is on us. It's not on you. To see a tiny glimpse of God's love in every interaction that you have with your priests. Admittedly, the call and the ideal of the priesthood is beautiful in theory. But it is lived out, of course, by imperfect people. There are few things more beautiful than a priest who is faithful. And few things more saddening than a priest who isn't. The vocation of holy orders is a treasure contained in earthen vessels. A great gem of immeasurable value stored, you could say, in flawed packaging. And it is the great scandal of Jesus' priesthood that he would entrust it to people who fall. People who sin. People who sometimes let him down. And certainly that disappointment can be real in our own times too. But brothers and sisters, that is not a reason to give up on or to discount the vocation of holy orders. Because when we priests offer sacrifice day after day in this temple, in this house of God, on behalf of all of humanity, all of sinful humanity, we put ourselves in that place knowing that we are in need of every bit of the sanctification we are calling down on the world. It is in laying down our lives that we find life itself, and serving that we receive consolation. If you want one gesture that encapsulates Jesus' priesthood and all that it is about, it is the washing of the feet that we will do in just a minute or so. Most people think of it just as an act of service, of loving your neighbor, but in particular, brothers and sisters, it is an act of priesthood. It is an act of priesthood. It's an act of humility, service, sacrifice, and self-giving love. One of the great privileges I had in my first two years of the seminary was at Holy Thursday Mass, all of us would be at the cathedral. We would all be assisting the archbishop there. The archbishop 
at the washing of the feet, would wash the feet of 12 seminarians, often the youngest in our bunch. In my first two years, I was privileged to be able to experience that by Archbishop Carlson. He got down on his creaky knees and washed my feet. He was the man who would ordain me as a priest. And he was there, serving me, washing my feet out of love. And that gesture of service has always moved me for the better part of the 11 years since. That is the priesthood in essence, lived out for all of you. So let us give thanks for these two great sacraments instituted for us tonight. The Holy Eucharist, the source and the summit of our faith, and also the Holy Priesthood, the love of the heart of Jesus Christ. Without the priest, we do not have the Eucharist. Without the Eucharist, there would be no need for the priests. So I ask you tonight in particular, brothers and sisters, to pray for us. Please pray for your parish priests, that we might be faithful to our vocation, our calling, and that we may love you as you deserve to be loved, that we be willing to lay down our lives for you, the flock that is entrusted to us. And may all of us, whatever our vocation might be, live out our call to be holy, to be saints, and to be faithful followers of Jesus Christ.